Hey friends, before we get into the show, I needed to share some news with you. Many of you have reached out expressing the level of imposter syndrome, overwhelm, and anxiety that's debilitated you or made you frustrated about being a new leader. It's made you question if this is even the right role for you or that you can do this. And I've been there and I completely get that. So I wanted to talk to you about that really quickly because it's not just about being a new leader, it's also about the experience of feeling alone in it. When we question ourselves and wonder, am I the only one who feels this way? Do other leaders actually struggle with it? They seem to be doing it just so fine. Why am I having a hard time with this? Well, this is exactly why I developed the Unapologetic Woman Group Program. After 10 years of experience in the leadership development space as a clinical therapist, I've put my heart and soul into this and created a 12-week container with like-minded women who are committed to growing but can't shake off the mindset blocks, the patterns, and overwhelm that's leading them to be feeling like a failure as a leader. Well, in this program, we're going to address all of this, plus be in a community of other women who are growing together. We're shaking off all the bullshit and conditions and the shaming that's been put on us as women leaders. And you're going to leave this program ditching the imposter syndrome, ditching the overwhelm and moving into a confident space to lead your team. If you're interested, DM me on Instagram, email me, and let's set up a time to chat because spots are moving fast and it's already half full. Can't wait to chat with you about this and support you in the program. Welcome to The Unapologetic Woman. I'm your host, Pyle Berry. With over a decade of a blended experience in clinical psychology and global leadership development, I've dedicated my career and life purpose to empower women to believe I deserve a seat at the table and it's about damn time. But how do you create synergy between who you are and how you lead? On this podcast, we address that inner critic holding you back, release narratives that no longer serve you, and explore how to use your leadership platform to make an impact around diversity, equity, and inclusion. Simply put, I cut out the bullshit. I'm here to share inspiration, practical tips, and have challenging conversations with other badass individuals who are shifting the narrative for all women. So let's stop apologizing for who we are and rise together as the unapologetic woman. Hey friends. So there's something that's been on my mind and I feel like I really need to address it and be very clear about it today. It's something that I see happening with my clients. It's something that I see with my peers, my colleagues, with friends. It's in my face all the time. So I figured might as well do an episode on this. And this has to do with all of that overwhelm and that confusion and that self-doubt that as entrepreneurs, we create or we surround ourselves with because of all that noise that's on social media, or we start second guessing ourselves because that's just part of the entrepreneur journey. And we continue participating in it because we think there's no way out. And this is just what we have to go through. And we think about everything that's blocking our way from achieving our success. And we spend so much energy there. But the thing is that there is a way out of this, and that's exactly what I want to address today. So first, I'm going to ask you a series of questions, some statements, and I want you, the listener, to think and reflect if you agree about these thoughts that I'm about to share, and I want you to think about what the common theme is between all of these. Okay, so here we go. So the first is, 
I don't have a great business plan and I have to keep tweaking it before I can really start my business. Or I still need more certifications. Maybe I just need to get another degree or I need to just finish that one, you know, extra product before I can really take the next step in my business. I'm always going to remain stuck with money because I have so many overhead costs and I've got so many bills and I don't know if I'm going to be able to scale. This is just going to be this like never ending thing. Is this really better than a job? I see all those people killing it out there. They're so successful. Oh my gosh, they're getting so much. I don't know if I have what it takes to get there myself. I want it, but I don't know that I can do this too. I bet you're all nodding to each one of these. And I can tell you that I've definitely thought all of this myself. And guess what the most common theme is between all of these statements, these questions, and there's probably so many more that's going through your head right now. It's mindset. Yep. The theme between all of this is mindset. Regardless if you're building your business as an entrepreneur, you're about to start hiring people to help you. And it doesn't matter if it's a contractor or if it's an employee, it doesn't matter even if this is your personal journey where you're about to get into a relationship, you're about to go on a health journey, you signed up for that gym or you got your Peloton. It doesn't matter because if you don't work on your mindset, none of this matters. Think about how many gym memberships you've probably bought pre-COVID. Think about, you know, how you're thinking, oh, just that one more sales coach, or I got the latest and greatest business coach and thinking, yep, this strategy is going to work. This is finally going to work. All of those things that I did before, yeah, they were good, but I know this is what's going to get me there. And then you're in it and you start thinking, well, I see your strategy, but you know, first I need to address, maybe my offers aren't really living up to what it is. Or, you know, I think that'll work with the other people in this group program, but mm, I don't know. I, I think I need to take a step back first. We'll see. I think you're pushing me too hard. Well, these are all thoughts that go through our mind that create excuses, justify it because we're afraid to take that next step. There's risk in this and that's part of being an entrepreneur. And I have no doubt that you're hiring excellent people to help you, to support you. But the reason things aren't working out, no matter what the strategy is, is because we're justifying every risk and we're making excuses for it because it's too scary. And if you don't work on your mindset, it doesn't matter who you hire, what product you are offering, nothing will change and it will continue to validate that I'm not successful. Being an entrepreneur is hard ass work. (laughs) I mean, this is a journey that literally takes over and brings up every single vulnerability, insecurity, limiting belief. Like, I mean, you name it, how can it not, right? We're literally taking a risk on ourselves. We're investing money in this. We are walking away from a stable paycheck. We're walking away from health benefits. We're having to answer to our friends and family who are like, so what are you doing? How is this going to be successful? Okay, what is the next? And we're constantly having to show up for it. So absolutely, it is scary. Absolutely, there is going to be anxiety and overwhelm. But if we continue to live into that overwhelm, we continue to jump into that insecurity and we get frozen from the level of exposure that we feel about ourselves, then these things that we want and we believe in that we feel so 
passionate about are not going to work. Our minds are so freaking powerful that they can attract whatever it is that we want. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad, but it's in our mind, we've filtered it, and now that is what's going to come towards us. If we get on a sales call with the mindset that, you know what, we're not going to close this call. I don't even know if this person is going to hear me. I just really bad at sales calls and gosh, like they're going to see right through me. Well, guess what? That energy is going to feed into that call and it might not close. But if we go into that same sales call with the mindset of, you know what? I really believe that what I'm doing is helping people. I really believe that my offer can change someone's life. And when I get on this call, I'm going to listen and I'm going to pay attention to this person. And I'm going to make sure that what I offer is in true alignment for them. If it's not in alignment, I'm not going to push it because I don't want that client then. And they're going to be happy because I will provide them a resource to someone else or they will sign up with me. And that call is going to go significantly better because your mindset is not focused out of desperation. It's not focused from a negative place. The word choices that you use in that call will intentionally be positive, calming, and warm. So our brains are really fascinating. And I know I say this a lot, but it really is. See, the thing is that every situation that we're in, doesn't matter what it is, when we're driving, when we're interacting with a friend, when we're interacting with a client, when we're in the middle of creating products, the situation is actually very neutral. There is nothing about that situation that has any biases to it. The biases and the perspective comes in and is colored by our past experiences. We are the product of our environment. So what it is that we experienced, our pro- the way that we grew up, the way that society has conditioned our minds, all of that plays into how we then take that scenario and situation and put a perspective on it. So what matters is how do I take that perspective and shift it and shift it so that it's working for me and not against me. And for entrepreneurs, setbacks and failures are a huge part of the journey. There's not one person, including myself, that hasn't had a challenging launch, that hasn't had a difficult time really identifying what my values are and how, and am I going to create alignment for my clients? This is just a part of the journey. So when we think about our mindset and we think about the way that we want to interact with each situation, each setback, each opportunity of failure, this is all going to make a difference in the way that we start interacting with ourselves. And, you know, the minute that we're willing to take ownership of our story and see how our every thought our every behavior, every intention is driving the decisions that we're making and we're interacting with our goals and vision, the sooner we will realize the value of working on your mindset. The most important part is that you have to be committed to this journey because this is about your mindset. It's your dreams. It's your goals. It's the vision that you're aching to achieve and you want so much. And you know how much achieving the goals that you have set is going to turn your life around. And literally the only thing that is separating you from achieving it is the mindset. 
When I first became an entrepreneur over five years ago, I was filled with panic. I was constantly anxious, didn't know where the next paycheck was going to come from, worrying constantly about getting clients. And as soon as I gave into my anxiety, what I did was I activated my fight or flight. So what it does is it sets up alarms in my body. It creates a lot of tension. I'm blocked my mind and it's like foggy from operating and only in a survival mode. So I have no space to think about solutions or believe in myself because I was too consumed with worrying that nothing was going to work out. So when I'm so convinced that nothing is going to work out, I'm not even looking at the solution that's literally standing and sitting right in front of my face because it just can't work. It's just not going to happen. I don't know. I Maybe it'll work for you, but not for me. Well, why would it work for me? Because I've already said no to it before even trying it. And even if I tried it, I don't have an open mind to it. So it's not going to work. It's the same thing as going to the gym. You're trying to get your best body for summer. You're trying to get fit. You want to be healthy. And you go, you're on the treadmill, you're on the elliptical or whatever it is, but you get off after 15 minutes. Then you go eat a pizza. Well, yeah, it's not going to work because are you taking the appropriate commitment to it? Are you looking at the behaviors that you're, you're doing that is self-sabotaging it, right? So that's mindset right there. And because I created this narrative for myself, nothing was going to work and I was constantly exhausted. Once I realized that I'm being my own worst enemy, I took ownership of my story back. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do this. I reframed it from, I won't get another client to, I'm going to work with clients that are best aligned with me. And I'm in a good place because A, I'm a consultant. That's what I used to do five years ago is consulting. But I'm a consultant and that's pretty freaking awesome because I get to pick which clients I want to work with and which months I don't want to work and take time off for myself. I'm going to be so savvy with my money and the clients that I'm bringing in that I know that I can take this month off and travel. So I took the same scenario. I flipped it which deactivated my fight or flight. I'm no longer in survival mode and I'm not jumping after clients who I never actually really wanted to work with anyways. The sooner we learn to bounce back from setbacks, the more quickly we see success because our resilience and focus doesn't let us stop. So we take these opportunities to learn from it and identify how to grow. One of the most challenging and difficult areas of entrepreneurship is when you begin growing and scaling and you have to now hire people. And you think, wow, this is so great, right? Your business is growing. It's successful. You're at a point where you have to bring in people, but it's also the most insecure, vulnerable. Oh my God, it is so hard. And that is exactly where I support my clients is when they are ready to scale and they're bringing somebody in and guess what comes back to visit? Yep. It's anxiety, it's overwhelm, it's imposter syndrome. They all come back for a visit, knocking at your door like that family member you don't want to see over the holidays. And right now, because it's only been you, when you make mistakes, nobody knows, so it's all good. When you decide to take a slower day, it's fine. When you decide to pivot your vision, cool, no problem. You have to answer to yourself. But the minute you bring someone else in, all those thoughts start spiraling. Okay, well, now this person, I have to have this clear communication with them. Are they actually invested in my business the way that I am? Can I really trust them? Did I hire the right person? I don't know if I have what it takes to be these leaders. Leaders are so charismatic and they're out there and constantly on. I don't like that. It's too much for me. 
I don't know, maybe I need to hire somebody else who can take care of the people. I don't relate to what leadership looks like, but I feel like I have to do it. And then it's taking me away from why I started this business. I know I need to hire people, but how do I lead them? They're going to look at me and they're going to realize when I make mistakes and then I'm going to look like an idiot or I'm just paranoid. Like, I don't know if I can trust them. How are they going to be with my clients? What do my clients leave because they're not picking up the work? All of these thoughts, as you can tell, are self-doubt and you know, may avoid building a team because, well, let me first get the systems in. Let me first get the tools in. Let me first, you know, make sure everything is cleaned up and ready to go. Well, that, my friend, is perfectionism, the nemesis of positive, resilient mindset. These thoughts that are all creeping up. Now, I want to make sure that you also realize that this is normal. Like, it's okay to have these thoughts. It's how you interact with them that makes a difference. And this is what I teach all my clients. And let me tell you, these are clients that are leading teams. They're bringing new people on for the very first time. These are women that have never even been in corporate before, or even if they were in corporate, they were never in leadership positions. So for them to have people reporting to them, feels like an outside experience. You know, they were solopreneurs and now they're like, wow, I have a virtual assistant. I now have a social media person. I now have a copywriter. There was so much going on and it's almost hard to believe that I've scaled to that level. And now they're trying to determine, well, what are my values? How do I show up? How do I not feel guilty saying no? How do I make sure that I can set boundaries, that I can be there for them, but also have my energy for me? How do I know which work to give them and what to protect for myself? All of these things is what I work with, with my clients. And the thing is, this is what's really key is that, you know, I give them the tools, I give them the strategies, but they are actively practicing these tools. They're able to cut through all the noise, all the bullshit. And when imposter syndrome comes to visit, they shut the door before it can invade and come inside. And that's what mindset work is. Mindset work isn't saying that you're not going to have these thoughts, that you're not going to feel these emotions because we're human and it would be impossible to not feel those emotions. What mindset work does is it helps you cope with it better. It helps you recognize it, acknowledge it, and push it away faster so that it doesn't debilitate you from achieving your success, so that it doesn't make you sit there questioning, exerting your energy on the negative and thinking that you're wired in this one specific way. When you realize that you have the tools and you have everything within you to actually go ahead and shift. And I absolutely believe and know that as you are growing and beginning to hire people to work for you with mindset work, you're already on the journey to be the leader you've always wanted to be. And this is for you. And if you're ready to take that plunge and work on mindset because you're tired of feeling like an imposter and self-doubt winning over and over again, then let's do it. Let's take that step because your business matters. You matter. Your passion matters. Your vision matters. So it's time for you to believe in yourself as much as I believe in you. So let's make you an unapologetic leader. And to be an unapologetic leader, it's those thoughts that we got to pop. 
we got to shift the way that you're thinking about how you see yourself in that position, the way that you're building your relationships, how you are creating boundaries and setting expectations, how you're continuously recognizing your worthiness and value and the words that you're choosing in order to build yourself, to know yourself, and so that you have a team that is so devoted to you and your business and it starts to feel more comfortable in your skin. So if you're ready to be with a group of women who are going through the same thing and build a community of resilience, positive, badass mindset, email me, call me, DM me, let's chat because your mindset matters and that is the one thing that is standing between you and scaling your business to be a damn good leader. And I want to be here to support you because that is what matters to me is your mindset. Thanks for listening to The Unapologetic Woman. If you like what you heard today, then please subscribe so you'll get real-time updates when I post a new episode. And if you really believe that others should be hearing this, then leave a rating or review this episode so others can find it too. And if there's something you'd really love for me to cover or highlight, then head over to my Instagram account at Pileberry. DM me to let me know. I'm all ears. If you want free resources, practical tips, and inspirational stories that I share with my clients, visit Pileberry.com and subscribe to my newsletter. You'll get them all. Until then, take a moment to celebrate your journey, reflect, and be ready to embrace your next epiphany.